Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss I don't know if you'll be a nasty boy or not but I brought some glue dry rubbers we're gonna put these on ya hello this is Captain Poodle speaking are you ready to find love yes ahoy matey love Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. <laughs> Finally, y'all, this season has paid off for us. <laughs> this okay, y'all. We're this the best jumping, episode this season. It's the best episode this Easily. season. We're jumping into this. Welcome to Reality Gays. This Blow is the Dark Robbers. This is Ninety Day Fiance Season Eight Episode Reality Gays. That's what I said. This is you Ninety. 90 day, day. This is Ninety Day Fiance. I think you said Ninety Day. Did I really? I, I don't know. Did. This is Season Eight Episode Eight. What's this episode called? Um. Unsure, I just said unsure. unsure, unsure and insecure, unsure and insecure, which is what they called me in college, really. And that's not even <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> um, there goes all unsure and insecure. Yeah, nobody wants to fuck him. Hi, um, y'all. My name is Matt Mar, aka Maddie, and I'm here with my squirrel friend, Miss Jake Anthony. Miss Anthony, if you're nasty. And I am. <laughs> Hello, I am also known as Poodle. Y'all, we are remote tonight. Maddie's somewhere in the bowels of Oklahoma. And I'm a thunderstorm. And I'm in my kitchen slash office, which looks like a QAnon bunker um, on this side. <laughs> it's which the walls Bet- are whispering. <laughs> which Betty and Don would agree with that, y'all. <laughs> y'all, we got a little bit of a thing on like next season. They're screaming at him because he wants to lose the fucking farm leave the fucking farm. Oh, oh yeah, God. they're like QAnoners, crazy. Um, they're swingers too. That's what everything we've heard. 
Which swingers I'm fine with. That's yeah. great. I just think I just think it doesn't fit their no that, their image. Doesn't. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I watched this episode and I was immediately saddened that I was not in Los Angeles watching this and recording this in person with you. Same. This 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 <laughs> w- this really should be an episode we do in person. Y'all, yeah. This episode, these type of episodes are why we started. Ninety is why Jackie Weissman, our den mother on Facebook, said you guys have to watch this show, and we watched and we were hooked. Matt Sharp, thank you. Well done. Thank I mean, you. When we first saw Anna and Marcel and him saying bees, <laughs> we knew <laughs> we were hooked. We, uh, we were we were hooked. hooked with fucking Darcy. Oh, you know. Jesus Christ, what gold. You know, I just, there's, I have a friend who is watching old episodes. He's oddly enough watching, he's a nurse warrior. Shout out to our medical warriors. Um, And he's watching it with his son, who's like nine. And I'm like, I don't know if you should be watching, but whatever. But he just texted me and he just said, holy fuck, Lana is real. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. That was a crazy moment. <laughs> and so it's kind of good because he doesn't know any of the spoilers because he's just w- listening to it randomly. So Both Lana and Aunt Lana and Maria. Remember yeah. Mar- oh, we, Maria? We, oh. Maria was even more of a surprise. Yeah, I told him, like, you should watch that season. He's like, oh, okay. He also was really like, oh, my gosh. Avery's so great. And um, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Ash. Hot. Ash is horrible. And I said... Yeah, Keep watching, honey. Said, yeah. yeah, Avery is. Uh, don't, don't look at her on Instagram. Whatever I mean, you do. Yes, I said that. I said she's an anti-vet, and he was like, "No, she's so hot." And I was like, "Yeah, she's crazy. She's crazy." Anyway, yeah, unfortunately, hotness doesn't always go hand in hand with reasonableness or integrity. <laughs> it's, this is true. This is true, um, y'all. Uh, so I hope that y'all had fun watching this. We're we are dedicating this show today. I just I, I didn't even talk to Poodle about it. Great. You know, it's interesting <laughs> how like I people are always like, "Oh, Maddie, you're taking care of your dad and all that shit." And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay because I feel like other people in my family, my worldview, are going through some righteous shit. So if we're going, you're going through some righteous shit. I'm just going to tell you right now. You're about to get an hour and a half, an hour, hour and a half, maybe three hours. Who knows how long we're going to go with it. But <laughs> I have this, to go to bed sometime. This time is for you to put your cares aside and let's just have fun. Is that who we're dedicating the show to? I was really confused. By yes, people who are going through some shit. Okay, I see. People who are going through a- stuff. Leave the shit aside for an hour and just be here, be queer, and let's go. If you, unless you're not queer, which is fine. You don't have to be. You're, but you know what? If you're listening, you're a little queer. You're a little queer. <laughs> you're, you're yeah, queer. You're a straight man you who wants- what? That's fine. We accept yeah. you. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, if you're a straight and man, you're thinking if you're a straight you man with a big them. dick. I will accept your dick. Poodle <laughs> accept your dick. And if you're a woman, straight woman, hey, it's okay. Look at your best friend's hair. Just kind of lay across her boobs, and you think, hey, I want to maybe get some amber and puppy action, like in Lalu on that. <laughs> but you, hopefully, you don't have to. You don't have to get drunk to get gay with her. 
Yeah, as, as, that's <laughs> what we're dealing with, Lalu, y'all. She wants Ooh. to get me drunk so she can get gay with me. Y'all and John and Christiana are coming back next week and Lalu. And we've gotten many a gay a guy drunk to get gay with him. Oh, true. Anyway, we've got exciting January is things are getting oh, things are looking up. Looking January up. is already like bulldozed me. <laughs> it's um, true. Y'all, if we, we've been talking about it probably the last couple of weeks. We just, we, we kind of wrapped Bling Empire this week, although we may have one more episode. We're still waiting on that. Um, but we had eight fabulous, eh, I don't know, they were episodes. <laughs> I don't know how great they were. I will say the interviews and kind of our conversation with other podcasters were fantastic. We talked to yeah. uh, Add to Cart with Kulop and Suchin Pak. Yep. And um, and then we talked to Melanie Maras, um, who's an Indone- Indonesian comic. Um, and then we talked to Asian, not Asian, uh, Mike Nguyen and Fumi Abe. Mm-hmm. And just really good. We're basically saying, you know, what what is this representation like? And we were we basically what we were left with from talking to all these um, people who identify AAPI. We don't tell them the goods. They got okay. Fine. I was trying to clarify. Yeah, cliff note the whole thing so they don't. You know what? You're right. I'm. I'm wow. always. Wanting, you, I'm always wanting to teach. You don't. Have, I was just about to say you don't have I'm to. I'm always a wanting to teach. It's just a problem. Be, just be dumb talent. Can you just be talent? Fine, y'all. We had a great time talking to them, and the last person we talked to was Margaret Cho. It we did. talked to fucking Margaret Cho. It was wonderful. Uh, on Saturday, we, it was a great conversation. She was lovely. She was generous with her time. Uh, she did tell one joke that I, I'm i still kind of laughing about. <laughs> I, I Is that the one you're talking about where I actually spit out my eyes? Yeah. I was taking a drink and it was about to go my nose. Yes. Um, and just so y'all know, the those, <laughs> if you're thinking, oh, that's on the Gatreon and I'm not a Gatreon member. No, it's member. not. No, it's it not. Is it? They're, all the interviews are on the free feed. If you want to listen to the recaps, you, guys, the recaps, to you have yeah. If you want to listen to the recaps of the show after episode four, you got to go on the Patreon. But all the interviews are free. The solid gold that is those Bling Empire recaps. Yeah. <laughs> solid gold. So anyway, we're waiting for an interview with Kevin. We're working okay. out with his people. We'll see. His PR people may come back with saying, "Yeah, these guys just talk yeah. about this all the time." And Can't like do that, Kevin. Uh, they're not access no. Hollywood. That's <laughs> no, true. Well, Kevin, if you're scared, don't worry. We'll have some glow in the dark rubbers. <laughs> that's a bit of nasty boy. You got glow in dark rubbers. Rubber, that's what you need. All right, let's jump into season eight, episode oh. eight. Do we have any more announcements? Um, I don't think so. Come at us in the Sissy Squad. We're having a lot of fun in there. We're having we just, really a lot of fun in there. Uh, we just hit 8,000 members of our Facebook group, which makes me laugh because it's just absurd. That Remember when we tr- were trying to get like, like, remember it was uh, a big deal to get 100 people in there? We thought it was a big deal. I remember we were really like, wow. I remember actually you saying, oh my God, we have 500 people in our group. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I talk. Thank and you. then I remember saying, like, wow, we have 2,000 people. That's the size of my hometown. So it's cuckoo kaboo. I don't know. Is that is that nice or is that sad? I'm <laughs> sad for my hometown, nice for the Facebook group. Got it. Got so it. anyway, y'all, um, we really um, – <clears throat> We've been having a lot of fun, and uh, 
a lot of funny memes and stuff like that. Too. So jump into that. Okay. Let's, let's dig in then, you guys. Um, just because the two segments that were really long this time were Stephanie, Stephanie from Grand Rapids and Mike and Nipoli. So we're going to actually yeah. do those on separate shows because they were just, they were the linchpins that held this whole show. Episode. I'll be honest, y'all. Something to look forward to. We're saving Mike and Natalie for tomorrow because I got to work on my Trish impression because she is from Oklahoma. That's true. Expect some scenes. I just have one word for you. Butter. (laughs) Butter. That I will say. I love it how she's leaning in to that. That side, that part in the middle, like the popcorn. Oh God! That long oh. hairdo. You know what? You remember, remember my Jan, my bus driver, Jan Lewis. <laughs> Jan, Jan Lewis remember, had that. Remember when we did a scene in Cabaret where you played Kim Davis? That is exactly what that mug, that wig looks that, like. That, she has a Kim Davis wig, and I shouldn't say that because Kim Davis was a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. And Trish seems like a much better person. I think Kim Davis. You know, if you don't know who Kim Davis was. She's the woman. Was it West Virginia Courthouse? Am I making that up? I want to say it was Kentucky, but I, I don't know. Some state where people fuck their cousins. She wouldn't. Um, um, she sorry. Wouldn't. <laughs> sorry, Kentucky, West Virginia sissies. Hey, my cousins have fucked each other. They're married. So um, she, she was awful. She would not marry uh, gay people, even though it was even the though law. there were it was even though it was the law. And she said, "My my my faith." And then Mike Huckabee got in her corner and she then she lost her job. So hopefully she's just at home eating Fritos and finger banging herself right now. That's, that's <sighs> don't, the best dis- hope for her. don't disparage Fritos. You're right. I shouldn't mention shouldn't them in that. So let's talk about uh, anyway, y'all. So we're I'm working, Grand Rapids. Let's talk about Grand Rapids and Poodle. Where is Stephanie headed to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> she's so excited because the borders are open. So she's going to go see her 27-year-old fiancé from Ladyville, Belize. <laughs> Y'all, I, I don't know how to do a, a phone, uh, a, a ringtone for that. I wish I could. Uh, we'll fa- Someone will help us do a ringtone. I had four people ask me for it. <laughs> I asked Ron. I've asked Ronnie, I'll, but he was busy with the crappies. Y'all, shout out again to Watch What Crappens. We should say that. They had us on this last week. Uh, we had such That's a good right. time. We the- haven't done the show since we did it. Yeah, we had a really good time on the crappy awards. Um, it was I really think- fun. Yeah, and I think that you can still uh, purchase that at watchwhatcrappens.com if you want to watch that. Yeah. Show. They have Patricia Altshul. They have the House whole show was people. great. It was, you know what? It, again, it made Jake and I realize, oh, wow, this was really worth it to pay for. Our live show would have been crappy. <laughs> <laughs> if we had done that lot, that virtual live show, it would have been such a mess, even though their show did completely implode at one point with tech issues. But, so it did make us feel a little better. A little better. That yeah. was yeah. Anyway, we had a really good time. So thank you to Ronnie and Ben. We love um, they run a good ship over there. Those they boys. do. So okay. So Stephanie is you know the borders is, are open. She's packing. <laughs> she's getting ready. Um, her uh, cat's in there, and the cat's chirping at her. Oh, no, like, no. Exactly, baby bird. <laughs> You're so dumb, mom. You're so dumb. Boy, you was eating turkey. I'm so glad I don't have to watch you, watch you get out that big pink hot dog and look at his <laughs> pictures. That makes me uncomfortable, Mom. Stop it! It makes that what noise and hurts hey, the cat. Hey. Oh. 
cool, cool. Do you think he's going to like his new bathing suits? Oh. They got skulls all over them. No. <laughs> Mom, that's some afflicted shit right there. Nobody wears that, Mom, anymore. That's like that. You gave me a hairball because that was so gross, Mom. No, not you got him for the same shirts, Mom. These are horrible. I gotta bring in. I gotta bring my nice panties too, Cuckoo. We got. We gotta get. We're gonna get busy down there. You know what getting busy means? I know you're a cat, but you know what happens when I get speared with a penis. <laughs> we need to move on because I'm gonna get in a really gross area. I just said she got speared with a penis. You did say that, um, y'all. <laughs> Wow, it's these shirts are horrible, horrible. It's awful. It's like, I must this. She brings me, y'all. I'm so thankful for Stephanie from Grand Rapids. She brings me so much, so joy. much joy. She has really. It's not even bad. She has really weird fashion, and then it's bad. Let's be honest. Bad. And then she picks such weird. And it made me laugh later on when Ryan says she has such wonderful fashion sense. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? Um, so she brings out the watches. We already have. I don't know if this was the melanated way. Uh, I already saw on Instagram. They looked. They've got a screenshot of that snakeskin three thousand dollar watch. It's no way near three thousand dollars. Two hundred and ninety eight dollars. <laughs> found it uh, she may have she either either she's lying about it or she got uh cheated i think yeah. she's lying about it because actually i think this is a little bit of a deep dive already just jumping in but let's just say it i think stephanie is spending way less money than we she says she is she just wants to seem like she's rich and she's buying a boy from ladyville beliefs totally let's talk a little bit about he's get, putting all these she's putting all the watches in there all the <clears> panties <throat> Um, and she's like, this is the ring that my father gave my mother. Um, and so apparently she's going to, going to just give him this ring as a gift to propose to her later. It's a weird way it, of handling it. It, it's not also a, controlling every say, aspect of not, the proposal. It, it's not a weird way if you're a controller and it's telling someone this is how I want you to marry me. And it's, it's not, it's not you good. Know, you know what she said? She's like, you know, he's actually never really proposed. And I'm like, so he's not really your fiance. And I wonder if he really sees himself as her fiance. If he's like a boyfriend to her, if he thinks he's her I don't boyfriend. Know. Maybe. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so she's going to be talking about uh, – she's basically saying that – she's saying goodbye to her cat. She's like, Mama loves you. We'll see you a couple weeks, Cuckoo. I go bye-bye. <laughs> Don't cry. I'm just – I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're leaving. Um, so so she, she, she's flying in this uh, – I, I – I feel like this. I feel like the shirt Stephanie is wearing, <laughs> the blouse is is that Tim Gunn. There's a Project Runway challenge, and it was sponsored by Michelin. And Tim Gunn said, "We want you to take some of the essence of what makes the Michelin I, Man the Michelin Man, and really um, be inspired by that to create a look 
that looks like you're wearing floppy tires. Those brand ambassador challenges were always awful. They were they awful. never I really do like worked. Project Gourmet, but they were awful. Um, but it literally looks like she's just wearing deflated pool floats all oh, over her shirt, and the sh- and the skirt was like this shiny thing that like from middle school in like the late eighties. It was so she, awful. <laughs> she's not. Uh, yeah, she does not bless her heart. Um, uh, did you see her mask? Her mask is a picture of them. <laughs> Yeah, She's taking a page from Rebecca's book. Yeah, I, I wonder if Rebecca's got a Ziad mask. Oh, yes. So <laughs> much. But I wonder if Rebecca looks at her and she's like, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. There, was a, there was a Nine Days Bears All where Rebecca was on. It was just in the commercial. I just saw it. And where they I asked her about Ryan. Rebecca was on talking about something. And they asked her about Ryan about rating him. And like, like, rate Ryan from Ladyville Belize. And she went, two. I was like, God damn, Rebecca. And Rebecca likes like, some meat on no. her man. Rebecca now, likes some meat on her man. I will say, we do see him, and he's n- not really hot, I don't think. Um, he's not Ryan? for me. Yeah. I don't really think he's that attractive either. Yeah. He has a huge dick. Yeah, he looked better on camera and in pictures. In pictures I agree, his dick is big. His dick is big, but he just um, he's just not... I mean, I would sit on his face and suffocate him. He's so like tall and lanky. Yeah. So not my type. But so they run to each other and they kiss. They're and in Ladyville, Belize. I like that he says, I met her when I was 23 and a half. And I <laughs> like as if he's trying to make it sound, it's better than a strong 23. Here's the thing. You don't add a half to anything unless you're like a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, you just really like doing that. Like, like, why didn't he just say, "I am one thousand two hundred and forty-seven months"? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You can't um, stop saying, "I'm twelve and a half." Thank you very much. Twelve and a half. Thank you very much. And Stephanie says, "Geez, it's been ten months. <laughs> ten months." Um, and Ryan says, "Finally, my dreams come true." And I think, well. We need to have better dreams, Ryan. The thing you learn. <laughs> He's a good con artist. Ryan is like, you know, he makes it very clear that he is about getting to America. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was, even though he was trying to play it cool, I thought that was always been the game. Yeah. Uh, um, and Stephanie's like, all these negative emotions, when they go right out the window when I see him. And I feel this penis when we're in the taxi. <laughs> and I think love can conquer all. <laughs> or at least this penis can. Or at least this penis can. This penis can. Yes. Um. So they're back at the hotel. At the hotel. And it's a really nice. It's like they have this whole like little suite. Oh, it's for gorgeous. Them. Yeah, it's like a timeshare thing. Um. And she says, "I got presents for you." I think this is time where, and this might, we'll see if this is a, rea- a reality gay scene or even just a um, more of a monologue. <laughs> I don't know what this is. We don't know what's going to happen, but y'all. Yeah, I think you as Ryan can participate some. We'll so see. It's more of a theater. Um, um, where this is a, a, a 90 day reality gays. The- what do we call it now? <laughs> no, we call it reality gays theater. Oh, this is a reality gays <sighs> theater. Jesus. You just sound like 
like death. <laughs> I just did the bass oh. line. Yeah, but you can do it up an octave. Do, do. I think what I did was fine, and you need to learn to accept things and just move on. <laughs> you know, you know, you should, as the music director of this show, you should listen to what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I'd what? kick you out of my cast if you did that. Sorry, what? There we go. My musical decisions mean something. Anyway, so I got pres. Hey, hey, in scene. I got presents for you, Ryan. Oh, oh, thanks. Look at what do you got? Try on, try on these slides. That's what I call them. They're slides. Oh my god, babe! You know what I want? You know what I want? I hate socks. Oh yeah, I know you don't. I want to see. I want to see those feet. Hey, I, I want to see those hot feet. You love sucking on my toes, just. Oh yeah, piggies in a blanket. That's what you call them. Piggies in a blanket. <laughs> That's what you call them, Mama. Here's my page. So you know, here's here's in you here's Mr. Jungle. Here's just some shades. I know oh. you like the the shades. Oh. I think they're Oakleys. I bought oh. them at the spot meet. Thanks for saying jungle stuff. That doesn't feel kind of you know. Not at all. I don't know what you're talking at all. about. Not That's at all. Exactly what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you know, here's some hot red undies. You know how I oh. like those. Hope what do I my, put those on, baby? Hope the anaconda fits in that. Hey, this doesn't feel exploitive at all. No. Let's talk about how, where you're putting like, my junk. I'm a gangster, and you're some kind of paid floozy. Oh, anyway, wow. but honey, honey. What time is it? It's time for a watch party. You, you see, how I did that. It was a, it was a pun. Here's the, here's your, here's your three thousand dollars snake watch. Oh, uh, you know it costs a lot of money. Say it with me again. Three thousand dollars. Don't you lose Nick. it now? Oh, wow, they, your whole worth is tied up in how much money I paid for you. This has a, this has a home goods tag on it. You know, don't don't worry about that. That's the brand name. Okay. And you know what? Here, look what I got. It's a bunch of you've been a nasty boy. It's a bunch of glow in the dark rubbers. <laughs> you like that? Why? Why would you think I use rubbers, babe? I. But you know, because you brought all kinds of Belizean STDs. Oh. I don't even know what you're going to bring me. Because you've been flirting with all those other women and putting your peaky where it shouldn't have been put. But I thought the American way, well, excuse me, I don't mean to butt in here. You're going to raw dog her <laughs> like the American way, and then you're going to hula hoop. <laughs> Get out of here, BGL. <laughs> I know you've never seen a rubber that you never really likes, but, you know, go go back to Pencil Tucky. Uh I know I got and I got some tape for you. We're going to tape you up so you can't go stick your peaky in another Google. Okay, honey, is that a I'm new perfume? I'm using childish words because I I'm I'm basically a child. Is that a new perfume, baby, or do I smell crazy? <laughs> and sing. y'all, the amount of shit she brought. She's like, I love giving him gifts. It's, that makes me feel good. Spent was, thousands of dollars on him. It was a... It was... <laughs> yeah. um, it, then they talk about their sex life. Yes. Um, yeah. She's like, yeah, see all these condoms? It's going to be four times... You know, you like to do it four times a night. You got some stamina on you. And Ryan's and like... You know, 
I'm a beast. I'm a like, beast. This will be enough for 10 days, it looks like. I, I, I bet that he just like holds her up and fucks her and she just goes, hey! <laughs> and somebody in the next room is like, is that a sprinkler? Like they don't even know. <laughs> the fact the fact that they quantified how many times they've had sex and wondered if they have enough condoms really skeeved me out. <laughs> Classless. Classless. I'm just like four times a night for ten days. I'm I mean how does But Ibrahim even said she's overage, but she keeps up. This whole storyline, y'all, is perfect 90-day trash. Trash. <laughs> it it's really just, is. It's just it's trash. Such, yeah. It's such absolute garbage, and I could not love it more. So then things get crazy because she's like, you know, I, I seen you texting other women before, so how about you do this for me? Want to bring, bring that phone over here and unlock it and let's go through it? Um, okay. Y'all, red flag. I've said this before. If someone wants to go through your phone, if someone wants to know your phone password, uh, and I know you might know your husbands or whatever, they're not married. And it's just, that's a huge trust disparity. It is. He might be, he might be fucking other girls. Yeah, that's true. But the idea of them having to go through their fo- that phone together is just just my skin crawling to watch them do it. Yeah, it's just, and again, we she doesn't say this, but I wouldn't be surprised too. She probably feels like she has a right to because she bought the phone. Oh, definitely, she bought so, everything he's wearing. So if I buy you, then I have a right to all your decisions. Yep. That's and that's what's so sad about all. That's this. what's very very sad about this, um, and it, you know it's <clears throat> yeah. He allows can, he, allow, he allows her to do it. I was gonna he say you can come at Ryan. He allows her to do that, and he's participating in this. It's ch- very much chicken or the egg. Is it Ryan or is it Stephanie who has so, feels so insecure about herself that she has to buy people? Right. So he is. This is another thing. If you swapped the genders here. What oh would it be? yeah, yeah. It would yeah. It would feel like Dave and Lana. It would feel like yeah. really worse, re- worse, yeah, worse. It would feel like Much really worse. gross. Yeah, just really, really, really. Yeah. It would yeah. It would feel you know. It feel like um almost like Big Ed. It had, yeah, the, the way Big Ed was. And that, if Big Ed had money. <laughs> if yeah, if Big Ed had money. Um. So. He, Y'all remember when we thought that'd be fun to see Big Ed? Remember that that first episode? Boy, yeah. And you were you were a Big Ed fan for like three episodes, and Two. I was like, cut him off, no longer. I can go back and say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. He's not a sex tourist. Anyway, so he's basically. She's like, I I don't know if he's being faithful to me. Um, but he finally says, who's Kayla SC? Just the idea of having to go through yeah. every woman in his phone. He's like, my cousin. And she's like, okay. And he's uh, like, I really want to do things to make things right and to gain your trust. And yeah. she's like, all right. So then we fast forward to that night. And y'all, and she's getting ready. And she says, honey, 
I need help with my dress. And okay. And he walks in and he goes, Oh my God. And I thought he was going to say, Hot. That's terrible. (laughs) You you don't look like a 70s chandelier at all. (laughs) With tassels. Those tassels are god awful, y'all. It's like the the dressmaker decided on something else halfway through. Where does this woman shop? <laughs> that no, seriously, I am asking. I think sometimes in like some couture places, this might be the. We said this before with like this might be the option that the stylist just kind of puts up there. It's like she'll never choose this. That I think she always chooses that option. Is there like some store in Michigan called like I don't know, like <laughs> Ronin Shop House or something like? But I need to know. Where she buys these clothes. The tassels. It was like it was like a it was like pearls-ish thing and then just a bunch of tassels. It looked like a lamp. It was bad. It looked really like a lamp. It looked like a 70s lamp. Um bad. so you like it? And he was like, Yeah. Yeah, it's so hot. I want to fuck you. So here's what the deal is. Here's the deal. He's a good liar. <laughs> he is a good liar. Um <clears throat> He probably just fucks her four times a night so she'll wear out, so she'll shut up in the day and not nag him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's done. Yeah. So they go to dinner. And again, this is where it gets even grosser and that, or more gross. And that I'd have a Marie on the rocks with salt. Salt. (laughs) And so she says, I really appreciate you letting me go through your phone. And he's like, for this day, you know, this day forward, I'm making amends, babe, babe. I got you, babe. We're going to be, I don't know why I make him sound like a used car salesman, but I kind of feel like that's his skeezy attitude because he's a little skeezy too. He's, um, he's, he's a con artist. Yeah, yeah he's a con artist. Conninger. He's con and, Um, And, but then it kind of, he's like, well, babe, I'm trying to make amends. And then it's like, pause, crickets, crickets. Did you figure I would ask to see your phone? And we He's see like, uh, we see the insecureness, we see the lack of we see the spinning beginning behind those crazy, crazy hula hooping eyes. <laughs> and those drawn in eyebrows. <laughs> it's true. Um, I I feel like you can see him kind of look at her like, what else do I have to do for you? And she immediately thinks. I guess you thought you you could just delete everything that you didn't want me to see. However, he has not let her see his phone any other time. No. So I would say in a con artist sense, that's a great idea. Yeah. If she thought he was going to – if she thought, let's go through your phone. Well, and he also said at the hotel, we forgot to say, I'm going to take the password off the phone. You can see it at any time. Yeah, that's a little – he he does to protest too much. Yeah, because yeah, he could have just said – this is my password. <clears throat> yeah. It just, it, it the, everything feels weird, but the fact that she brings it up at dinner uh, to his face, because he, in a way, the, y'all, this is all about intention. So he is seeming like he's doing everything, even if he's not, he's in the, uh, he is beyond, he's innocent until proven guilty. So before, before he, we, we know anything about him, his the optics for him look good. He's doing what he should do. As soon as she starts doubting him for doing good faith gestures, he's making her the crazy one, regardless of what he's done. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's this is a bad move on her part. If she wants to figure out 
she she needs to find better ways to do this. If she if the trust is that bad, if the trust is that bad, you're not right for one another. Remind me never to upset you. Oh, girl, I'll destroy you. <laughs> I'm all about having the moral high ground. Be, 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 be happy you never broke up with me. Mother Poodle knows best. Mm-hmm. She taught but me well. She taught you well. Um, so Stephanie even says, Ryan's trying to convince me he's changed, but I'm not convinced yet. And she's kind of asking him, like, well, what do you think about this K-1 visa process? And he's like, that's when Ryan says kind of television, uh, doing testimonial. He says, no matter what, you know I'll get to the States no matter what. Yeah. And it's interesting, like, what you hear, what you want to hear. Because when I – he said that to me, I went, oh, he'll fuck anyone to get to the U.S. Yeah. Or she said – this is the ride I fell in love with. So determined. And I'm like, oh, honey, you don't see this or you're choosing not to. She is so easy to to so, convince her do in you, a way. Do, but so this is my question. Do you think she's naive or do you think she's choosing to be – is she in denial? Um, I think both. Um, she can't be that dumb. She runs a successful business. Like she's a business yeah, but person. That, that, this is her emotions. It is emotional you can, intelligence. You can, convince, you can convince yourself of anything. That's why if you're True. in an abusive relationship and you don't care if you're like a fucking Mensa member or a doctor or something, you can still, your emotions will tell you something completely different than what your brain is telling you. And Stephanie definitely does have a delusion of herself because you look at what she what posts. She wears. Yeah, what she posts on Instagram and things like that. It's definitely that whole Dolly Parton trifecta thing where she does not get what people think of her. Portrait of her in her house. Yeah, she has a different perspective of who she is than how she's actually perceived and who she. Uh, She says, "I want to give you this ring, boy, and it's margaritas. It's your, it's your, your ring." Now she puts everything on him. And says, you're, she actually oh, said, you're holding the ring now. It's in your hands. And so basically she's telling him. Yeah. What does that say, Poodle? I was just At saying. any time you can propose to me and I'm, I'm ready every single moment. But yet she's not saying that because she's saying, what are we going to do about this process? She keeps saying, we gonna, we've got to work on stuff. Don't give someone an engagement ring and tell them you want them to propose to you. If you're giving them a mixed message, yep, <sighs> it's it's terrible. Um, and, and then she says, and, and I forgot about I, this. I I, I, I I forgot about it. Completely. I forgot all about this completely. And when she said this, I screamed at the TV. I still haven't been honest with him about sleeping with his cousin Harris. And Harris, did you scream? I forgot. Yes, about it. I went. I forgot about this. <laughs> oh my god! It's like how I kept forgetting oh. that uh, uh, what's her name uh, was still married, Brittany. I kept oh. forgetting that yeah. Brittany was Brittany Abigazan <laughs> were still married because of her absolute hubris because about everything. of everything else. Yes, yes. And I completely forgot that that uh, Stephanie slept with Ryan's cousin Harris after a bad night. Who and is apparently she's going to, Harris is hot. I she's hope we meet confess. Harris. 
She's going to confess it to Ryan soon. Next week. We'll yeah. see. Tearfully, Next I'm week. sure. Tearfully. Um, so that's it for them. Shall we take a commercial break? Yes, let's take a break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. 
Y'all, during the break, I was just being nagged some more. About no, I wasn't nagged. Y'all, poodle all the time is, hey, hey. You're very phlegmy, and you're prone to asthma because you had it as a child. Um, you should take Mucinex every day. I don't know why. It's a very common drug. There's no side effects from it. Um, it, it, it. You're trying to make me Judy Garland. Popping pills in me. I'm trying not to make my ears go insane from having to hear you hack up for 45 minutes. And I'm, I'm fine now. Mm-hmm. I'm fine now. Uh-huh. Because you took a Mucinex. It doesn't work that quickly. <sighs> Let's take our bickering off the air. It makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what people say. It sounds like Carl, their parents are fighting. Carl, on Maddie again, Carl. I hope they don't get divorced, Carl. You're picking on me. Yeah. Uh, although I do say when people do, when we, if we fight like that, if we bicker like that, I, I will tell you that may be some issue with conflict in your life. Um, if that makes you nervous. Well, so possibly. Yeah, that's true. That may be, uh, like that's what I was talking to. Cause someone at Instagram me about it. And I said, she's like, yeah, I just don't like when to hear people fighting at any time. And I was like, okay, but you, we can have a discussion. And she's like, no, I just don't like it. I said, that may be, that may be conflict issues. Yeah, because. Which a lot of people have because y'all white people are taught not to have conflict about things. At least for my, my culture, people aren't supposed to fight about things. I don't know. My family fought about a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. And we're white, but I think we're, we're a special breed. We were uh, taught not to do that. I'm not saying we did it. I'm saying culture wise. Grandma Hazel definitely fought about things. <laughs> but you were telling me that your parents never fought in front of you. No, I never started hearing my parents fight until like a year before they got divorced. Then I started hearing their fights. My parents fought consistently in front of yeah. my brother and yeah. I. There was like once when I was a little kid, I remember dad slept in a truck outside. But that and that's even worse because you didn't know what it was. No, we didn't know. Nobody let us know. It, it was um, we didn't know about it at all. That's almost worse for me because as a child, I would ask questions. And if I wouldn't get answers, I'd feel bad. Well, I don't know. You know, I'm not a parent, so I don't know that best. I feel like there's a balance. I feel like your kids shouldn't know all of your fights um, or what, I agree with that. what they're all about. But I feel like they should. No, but nothing, nothing was addressed, though. But parents main a parents main job uh, besides feeding and clothing and giving shelter to their child is mirroring is mirroring behaviors yeah. for their child to learn. That's how we learn. So it is how do we mirror um, fighting if 
our children never see conflict and never see right. conversations like that. So, yeah. And But you did not know why he went out there. Your mother didn't explain it. No. See, that's not good. No. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you at all. Um, and that's when I, I used to be very conflict averse. And then... <sighs> 40 you know what you did? Now you I did used to be conflict averse. Like I would try to fight with you and you wouldn't do it. Well, that's been a blessing because you, <laughs> I think you and I have, have, have so, you have softened and I have grown more of a backbone, but that's true. I agree with that. I think when we were roommates in your twenties, you would try to fight about things all the time because I'm a Pisces, literally just like your brother. So we have very much the same. I think uh, we, get along in that way, like siblings. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, I think we've, I said it before and I'll say it again. I think we've helped each other be better people. Yeah. Let's just do the show. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a shit about any of this. No one gives a shit. On. God. People posted their, people were posting their, who gives a shit pillows today. I was next to a Craig pillow. Um, uh, and then she posted again another pic of it of the Craig pillow topping me, which I will tell you that's not the way it would go down. Strangely, strangely, that my, I would top Craig. My ass is so smooth. Yeah. I haven't had a hair on it since <laughs> I got that weird wax when I went to um the Caribbean, and it's never grown back since, and it feels amazing. We talked about smooth assholes with Margaret Show too. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> did she enjoyed that oh she really enjoyed it she really really enjoyed it um let's talk about amira and someone someone who does not have a smooth asshole y'all it's like it's like a red it is a forest oh it is a forest let's talk about amira and andrew to the asshole forest to the gulf stream waters this dick was made for you and me um uh I I I let's I must say people are calling him Gross Malone on the internet and it is it is perfect it is absolutely perfect it is <laughs> it is he's just um you know well before we get to him y'all Amir arrives back in France and her I am back in France uh, her father AKA Klaus from the Chickmunk movie is um he is like he greets her and she's like I'm I'm so sorry father I'm so sorry. And um, he's like, and she's basically, there's not really a lot happened, but she says, you know, I know my father had so many questions and I feel guilty because my father's uh, suffered from me. They hug. He's like, I didn't know she was going to come back. And then she kind of explains to her father what went down whenever she landed in Mexico. Yeah. And so we, this is the first time, this is the first kind of uh, idea we get. So, Basically, she was detained immediately, you guys, as soon as she got off the plane. Yeah. Um, they took her phone, her passport, her watch, and she 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 was put in like this kind of uh, – basically this detention center that was kind of prison-like, she said, because there were no – there were no uh, – there was no toilet paper, things no. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they let her go after three days. She had no watch, so she couldn't tell what time you it was. You know, a day or time. Oh, they took, yeah. For someone like – Amira, this may this must have been very traumatizing for anyone. It would have been, mm-hmm. um, you know. So she's still working through this, and she said, 
And when I found out when the when they brought me something, the Mexican authorities brought me something. It said no passport. They, they, so when she was on the plane on the way back at the end of the flight. Right. Everything it said no passport with an envelope with her passport in it. I guarantee you, though, they had to say something like that because what the one of the reasons was she did not buy a return ticket. Yeah, that's why it was that was the skepticism. So, you guys, the, the thing what you do here oh, no. is you buy a round trip ticket and you don't take the other one or you cancel it. That's what you do. You're welcome. <laughs> if you need to get married in another country. Andrew, you just talked to the wrong bitch on Reddit. God. What um, if that was it? What if that was all? All they had to do was buy a round trip ticket. Well, she bought a one way ticket to a far, foreign country in the middle of a pandemic. Got a one way ticket on a westbound train. Oh, she, doesn't, she doesn't have a visa for that country. So they look at things like that because they're seeing that she has a they're not again. Andrew was like, I'm smarter than the whole entire government government. We can because you guys guess what she has a visa for the United States. Guess what they think they see. Oh, they're not like. They're better detectives than Kevin and Kane from Bling Empire. They're going to figure this shit out and realize, oh, she's flying here. And guess what? They probably look and see, oh, she has a, a flight from Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. They, well, they probably, they probably checked her. Oh, wait. He drove down there, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. They checked her en route. Um, they probably checked who was coming in. And they, it, she was probably flagged because she had a one-way ticket. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they detained everyone who had a one-way ticket to Mexico. Think about it. During Corona. Yeah. You know, it's just um, it's just so fucking stupid. Uh, and, and so anyway, Amira's dad is basically like saying, I told you not to go. I didn't want you to go. Um, Andrew is responsible for everything here. He is not a good man. Yes. He's not the right man for you. And she still wants to be with the motherfucker, y'all. Yeah. I just <sighs> I I just want to hug Amira. I feel like I know. she needs like a she needs like a gay best friend to just or well fix it. Maybe he can help her with that makeup. Uh maybe. But I feel the 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 other thing is, do you notice even from the beginning, she has this kind of flat affect. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. it may be something to do with just being. I thought that was she's, being a French thing. No, the thing is, she's absolutely not French um, in that way. That's why she doesn't fit in. Yes, she's French uh, in the way she was raised, but it's in in France. If you're not a, if you're not born there, she might have been, but um, but she still is kind of an outside uh, ethnicity. And she's not a member, really, of a foreign, um, of a of a colony of France. It's it's like the French people in general are very territorial about their own people. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in. A, it'd be different if she lived in Paris or a bigger city, but she doesn't. She lives in a smaller, small-ish city. Um, so I'm sure she doesn't think she fits in in her own town at all. She even mm-hmm. says that. Um, but. 
Yeah, I feel like the affect is always kind of flat. It may be a language thing, but her eyes are always just kind of yeah, like 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 kind of limpid pools. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, her affect does seem very flat. Um, <laughs> so her dad really, you know, Andrew's all the cause of this, and not right there, I got for you. And Amir's like, well, if you meet him, maybe you'll change your mind. And he's like, no. It smells like nacho cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you know he would. Yeah. He he says he is not a man. He is very selfish. And I agree I thought, with that. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Andrew really sacrificed and he came down from California and then. Then he's oh, just moping around at his, oh, at his, at his resort. Wait. Q. Um, nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake, watching those tears covered in oil, wasting away again in Puerto Vallarta. Um, y'all, he's in Puerto Vallarta. vacation, y'all. It is very beautiful there. I've been to PV. It's very nice. Um, very gay. Very gay. Um, I remember there's this like club called the Blue Note. You like it's like a bar during the day, and you can eat there. And some friends are like, "Let's go there." This is at two in the afternoon. Okay, two in the afternoon. We get there. This guy takes our drink order. We order a beer. It's two fifteen in the afternoon. This guy comes up to me because the guys, all the servers are shirtless, even at like two in the afternoon. Right. And I feel I'm him tapping my leg. He's pulled his dick out and his dick is tapping my leg <laughs> at two fifteen in the afternoon. And y'all, you know, I'm into strippers. And even I was like, this is too much. Put that away. I was just like, you're soft, flaccid, uncut, <laughs> large, girthy dick. You know what? Meet me in the bathroom. But I'm like, our appetizers aren't even here yet. I mean, really? I was just kind of like. We were like literally talking about the decorum. We were talking about the beautiful scenery, and I just hear, "Wow, yeah." Wait at least until after the soup course. <laughs> Not even the <laughs> <a> sunset. <laughs> that is a little much. It's, it's like when you see drag brunt. That's what it's called. It's like when drag queens are out in the middle of the day, and, and they're like yelling in your face, and you're like, "It's one p.m." Unless it's like a Sunday drag brunch, it's like, but like a yeah. seeing a drag queen at like one p.m. on a Wednesday, that lot. fucks with your it's head. A lot. Fucks with your head. <laughs> you, they should come out at night like yeah. bats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it y'all. freaks you out when you see someone like a drag queen, and it, it is like. It's 11 a.m. Yeah. on a Monday, and you're like, okay. <laughs> Y'all, if you want to see some day dick, blue chairs, Puerto Vallarta. Blue note. No, I was wrong. It's called the blue chair. Blue chairs. Blue okay. chairs, Puerto Vallarta, be there. Day dick. <laughs> day, that's what I'm calling it, day dick. I must say, you're exactly right. If, if you just turn, if you're having a conversation with your friends about, like, saving for retirement, and there's a <laughs> dick bouncing on your face, well, I mean, it's too early. What would you have done? You know, I would have probably drank a little more and then met him in the bathroom. Because <laughs> you're you know, on vacation. I'm on vacation, so there's no such thing as day dick. It's all just dick. That's true. Maybe I should have been. Maybe I needed to relax. (laughs) Now, you know, he would have um, 
charged you for said activity? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. He's a waiter. Are you kidding me? Come on, say D, say day, Dick. So, so you think at the, in the whole table, he chose you? Yes, maybe he was in the genders. <laughs> but he didn't have other tables. <laughs> Dude, I got a lot of tables. I got a lot of faces to shove my dick in. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I respect it. And then did I tell you that same trip? I'm in, we're in Puerto Vallarta, and we go to this beautiful restaurant. And it's we're eating outside. And it's really and I I hear I like we're walking down Puerto Vallarta, and I just hear this voice saying, "Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you see me?" And it's just like gay musical theater scene. And I was like, "That is a queen," and that's where we were going to eat. And I walked in, and it was Ryan Ragazzi, who I was in all district choir in, wow. in middle school, and we had a moment and we ended up singing all district choir music on the microphone in the middle of Puerto Vallarta and had a grand gale. You were, you were drunk. I was, that. but I love him. He's such a sweet, sweet guy. He lives in DC now. Cause he, I, I don't know, but he lives in DC now. I think he's going to school for something, but he just, it kind of made me think Poodle and I could come to Puerto Vallarta and just spend like a whole season just doing cabaret gay stuff and then i thought about i'm a fan then i thought about how you probably would fuck a guy and get kidnapped and i'd never see you again <laughs> so it probably won't happen no i'd become a mafia's side piece a mafia yeah. a, 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 a mexican gang i'm, side I'm piece. not being disparaging of that it be i'm not like making a judgment of all Mexico. no it's dangerous once you get outside the big cities well, no, but i'm saying that because one of the guys on the trip he used to be mormon and he did a mission in uh in in south america i forgot in a spanish-speaking country so he's like very very fluent in spanish well he was taking a cab to meet us and we were like where is he he was so late the cab driver immediately took him to the police and for no wow. reason they were going to arrest him for some bullshit. Cause he's a like blonde looking white guy and mm -hmm. he said, I talked my way out of it for 45 minutes because I was fluent in Spanish and I paid them. If I didn't know Spanish, he said, I'd be sitting in a jail right now. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a, especially tourist areas and right outside tourist areas. There can be really problematic places. You, maybe Puerto Vallarta is a big, a big theft. There's a lot of theft issues there. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. That's anyway, go to Puerto Vallarta when we open back up again. It's beautiful though. We had a great time. We had a stayed in this house with a funicular. A funicular. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all. Uh, even though, even though Amira was detained in a detention facility and she had to fly home, Andrew's like, you know, it's time for some self-care for me. Um, I think this is time for yet another, another edition of 90 Days. So, fuck, I'm doing it now. Reality Gaze Theater. Do -do 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 -do. You do it. I'll, I'll do the other okay. one. Why can't you ever get the ending right, you Creedon? It's fine. Fine. Let's just move. I'll I'll fly. I'll I'll go with it. So 
Andrew is enjoying the resort and all it has to offer. And uh, Maddie will be playing the role of Andrew and I'll be playing the role of Amira. Um, are you going to try to call me? No, 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 no. I'll just be oh. talking. Uh- <laughs> Hello? Hello, hey. Andrew? Oh, wait. Hey, 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 hey do you guys. It's my What's fiance. he doing? It's my fiance, dude. It's my fiance. Okay. Okay. Is okay. someone there with you? Oh, babe. Hey. Babe. Hello. How are you? What? You sound like you are having fun. Oh, my God. Not without you. Not without you. Oh, I miss you so much. I miss you so much. Oh, I miss you too. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you tonight. See you tonight. So, babe, you made it back. That's great. That's great. You sound like you are seeing other, having fun and seeing people. Oh, you know, nope. it's just, yeah, you know, I booked all this stuff for us to do because I love you so much and I planned this yeah. big trip for you and I pay for all these things. I'm yeah, like, oh, that. No, yeah, I'm actually, I'm calling you actually from the ATV ramp right now. It's just, yes, it's, it's, uh, I just wish you, uh, maybe give a single thought to me when I was in a cold detention center. Sorry, what? Waiting. Say that again, babe. Sorry, you're, you're breaking up. Sorry, the music's a little loud. What Sorry. I, the cold detention what, again, center. What? Oh, oh, you're the center. Yes, you are the center of my life, babe. So, babe. Oh, babe. Oh, I wish you were here right now. This steakhouse, this steak in front of me, this is like, well, this is better than sizzling sirloin. This is great, we were, babe. We were fed cold mush in the detention center. What? What? Oh yes, babe. I I I I can't it wait. Wasn't to give you good. All, can't wait to give it you all my attention, babe. All my attention. I just I'm gonna. Hey, look. Hey, look. I'm gonna get a massage. If you want, I'll call you after. Um, I've got like 15 minutes before we're gonna go jet skiing. I hate you. What? Well, love you too, babe. All right. Okay. Who am I to blame? But I know. Do, 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 do. It's not my fault. That's Andrew. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. Y'all, insane. This motherfucker's living it up. Now, He's a- I get it. He obviously paid for the paid for the week. Yeah. Or however they're supposed to be there for. But just the optics of it all. Maybe don't be don't say it's time for some self-care. <laughs> he literally said, um, he did say, I it is some time for me. <laughs> I need I he said, I need a little bit of healing now. That was his exact words. Yeah, Miras was just uh traumatized. <laughs> It's just so much. He's such an asshole. She's like, I've taken four planes in five days. And he was like, and then he said, well, why don't you? And I've had five buffets in four days. Yes, five buffets (laughs) in four days. Exactly. And he said, I've had a walking tour. I've had a boat tour. Hey, why don't you just go to another country? We'll do do this next month. I hear Serbia is wonderful this time of year. Yeah, it's great. We can get you. (laughs) Look, we'll get you to South Africa. I'll meet you there. It'll be fun. If you can't go, I'll still do a safari. It's like whatever. It's whatever. Whatever. Can I use your points? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't get points for that flight back, babe. What a waste.
God, Mexico really is bummer. Like he, she's like, no, the U.S. is still going to remain closed. I cannot come there. And he's he's like, no, he's like, no, you. He's like, no, we can go to another country. It's fine. I still love you, baby. Do you love me? And he's doing this whole like, if you you do this, if you loved me, it's so awful. He may be. What do you think? Is he the worst person this season? I don't know. Joey's really bad, but so is Brandon. Like they're all so awful. All the men are really. It's kind of with the exception of Zed. Oh, don't ever talk about Zed. Right. Um, you know, because I don't Ryan know Ryan enough. Seen, yeah, we don't know him enough. And, you know, who actually comes out smelling like a rose in all this is Mike. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a lot of people are people are really divided on Natalie and Mike. I think that may have changed last week's episode when she completely freaked out on him. Yeah. Um, but things seem better this week. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Um. Especially when Mama Mike comes, oh, boy, Trish oh, yeah. just came in there and solved everything. I, she's the, you know, they call Trish the Oklahoma Oprah, <laughs> with the full on part, full on part, hair, hair. Oh boy, top notch like a rooster. Wish I love that. Really. I think you're right. I, I do actually think Andrew might, but oh, although so we say this. Imagine if this happened and it was Jovi. Jovi would be fucking partying it up tenfold in Puerto Vallarta. No, I totally agree. You know what it is? It's Andrew tries to act like Mr. Sensitive. He tries to act like... Like at least Jovi's just an arrogant dick. I'm a man who cries. Yeah. I'm a man who loves kids. I own a daycare center. I'm, I'm a 2021 sensitive man. Look at me and my long hair. And he's really he's just, just... He's not. He's typical. He's, he's just, just another guy. Centered, yeah. Just another douchebag. Yeah. Y'all, don't, whatever you do, don't watch him singing. Oh, my God. <sighs> and this is why we don't have people on the cast on our show, y'all. You know what it is, too? If you've ever seen someone do, like, Les Mis karaoke... That's the kind of person that Andrew sings like, look down, look, the person who had a couple of voice lessons yeah. who you need to worry about. And let me tell you, they were garbage. Whatever he had was garbage. You need to sue your voice teacher, like Simon Cowell would say. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't think, well, I don't know, but. No, yeah, it was... the worst thing is that's a little trained and that's the worst part of it. A little training is a dangerous thing, you guys. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm in rare form now. Uh-oh. She's on the third drink. Um, I think that's the show. Are we done with that that's segment? the show. Yeah, I think that's the show. Um, wow. So tom- tomorrow. I mean, I'm, I'm still a little speechless for now. I was speechless when I saw him doing it. Like when he's in his chair. It was just. Did you, did you yeah. see? We didn't talk about this, but he was like, you know, he's, he's eating like ice cream and something. He's like. Amira would really love it. Yeah. I'm a little, it feels, you know, I'm trying to make the most of it, but it feels a little empty without you. Wow. And he goes, let's go test the ocean. Like he's on some kind of like travel channel show. (laughs) So bad. I hate him. I, you know, I don't, I really don't like Joey. I think he's a complete dick. I hate Andrew. I hate him. Um, I don't hate him. I just don't. Oh, I think it's so awful. I just don't. Um, 
I for feel, me, it's, it's the disparity. The, it is sad, though. To be. I feel so, I man. It well, the thing that I like about this show. Well, I like a lot of things. We love this show. Um, but one of the things I love about 90 Day Fiance is if you look at y'all, and I know you watch this just trash reality TV, but these are people that are dating. And so it's, I always ask, like, what we get with people that enable our patterns or support our, whether problematic or supportive behaviors that we've kind of either worked through or still just have. And so it's it's interesting how... I would I, I want to see Andrew and Amira together because I I hope and I hope I'm wrong. I just don't see how he is supportive of her and builds her up. I feel like she's someone who feels like shit about herself and therefore she probably gets with somebody who makes her feel like more shit about herself. Agree. I think it's all about him. And I hope that and maybe he doesn't even do it consciously. Maybe he's not like abusive or I don't I'm not going I I want to say that. I shouldn't say that. Maybe he doesn't say like supportive things to her. But also don't seem talking and focusing a lot on her. No, it's all about it's all about if you do this for me, you would love me. You you, you that's how you show you love me. Cause I love you so much. See, I don't I think he would maybe say that. I think he just would always be like, even if she came here, it wouldn't be like, let me show you America. It would be more like, Hey babe, I do this. Come see me do this. You know what it is? Yeah. You know what it is, you know what it is. I'm seeming a concert production of Jekyll and Hyde. Andrew, yeah. <laughs> Andrew is the guy who who does improv in a suburban town. Oh. And Amira, and he's going to make Amira go to every single one of his improv shows. That actually twisted my stomach. Because y'all, improv in big cities can be pretty good. But y'all, improv, I'm going to say this, and then someone's going to say, well, actually... The, I improv, do improv. the improv in Bend, Oregon is actually quite good. <laughs> quite good. So shut up. We, go, we, have, we have a great show. We go out every Thursday. Every Thursday. Afterwards. I should say it because I can say this because I've been in horrible improv shows, y'all. It, but I'll probably have, yeah, I'll, I've seen them. We'll probably have to apologize for it. Like we'll have to we like we have to apologize about Paul to most of Ohio, y'all. Apparently. <laughs> We're watching the second season of 90 Day Fiance and Paul D. Doce, attorney. Doce. You keep saying Doce. Because he says Doce. That's what I think, everybody. Paul D. Doce. In wherever Amy, or no, wherever Mohammed and Danielle in Ohio, Norwalk or whatever. Norwalk. Yeah, don't pull over. Don't, don't pull, pull over. over. I'll be with him. And, um, Y'all, Jake and I didn't believe he was a real attorney, and we saw that he went to some he's a baby with a beard. And he's a baby with a beard, and we saw that he went to some school called like Case Western. Case Western. I'm like, that sounds fake. And we're like that sounds like a face school. And we read it for Phil. Y'all, but it's a great school. Y'all fucking came for us, and I love almost it. every Ohioan did who lives around there. They're like, actually, it's quite a reputable they're school. Like, it's like number two so, after Ohio State because Ohio State's a great law school, and yeah. it's like. Oh, and but I love it that all our Ohio Ohio and sissies now just come to say, "Hey, just add this to the apology tour." You're gonna have to yeah. go there. So now I put something in the Facebook group about it. I'm like, we have to go there now. Where is? Uh, we'll have to find out where that city is, and maybe it's in Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Well, we're gonna go there anyway. So you know, it's apparently really hard school to get into. So Paul D. Doce is smart, y'all. <laughs> He's just a baby with a beard. He's just a baby with a beard and looks like a hobbit. That's on our Patreon, y'all. Check that out. We're having like fun a on that. Hobbit with a diploma. Yeah. Amish baby with beard. Amish hobbit. Amish, Amish child attorney. Boy. Boy. 
Anyway, y'all, that's the show. Y'all, that is I'm the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, but also feel really that was so good. Um, I thank you. This episode felt like a gift. I it will really say that. did. So next episode, we're going to be talking about Mike Nuttley. Nuttley. We're going to be talking Joe about Joe Vignard and Brandon and Julia. So, yeah, which, oh, thank God that finally burst open this week. I loved it. Finally, 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 finally burst open and. Brand, brand. So yeah, we're going to be dealing with that. So y'all, you can go to realitygatespodcast.com to our website. That's where you can find our merch store. You can get your poodle home collection pillows there. You can also um, find us on Cameo. Uh, you can find us at um, our own Instagram at reality, reality gaze podcast at our Twitter at reality gaze pod. We just posted another, it, Christina just posted a meme of, um, what was it? I just watched it. Just posted a meme of oh crap! It's flowing out of my head. It's flowing out of my head. Uh, uh, she posted a bling, a bling empire one. Oh Anna. yeah, it was a really good with a bling empire meme. So thank you, Christina. She's our meme goddess. Um, Poodle, what do you love more than anything? Uh, anal. <laughs> but af- but after that, uh, a review. A review. A five star review. And if you don't know what to say, you can always say just keep going queen it's my queen exactly exactly um and so uh yeah we appreciate it so much so y'all we call these people lonely hearts because <sighs> aren't you all just a lonely lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places yeah and if you got a boyfriend from lady don't believe who's really into clothing with skulls on it Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com